You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. We apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not a very good idea. Did you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel yes. 4? Yes, that Did was you brilliant. Did see the yes. one where the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading, yeah. all along the canal, and eventually caught him at the funny Yes, man. that was brilliant. Hello. Hello! I'm Rachel Nemeth. And I'm Tom Canning, and welcome to episode 40 of the Real Reading Podcast with our special guests Claire Slobodin from Explore Reading, Amanda McDonald from Launchpad, and on guitar, Pete Penfold. I've always wanted to say that. I sound like a rock star. <laughs> um, coming up, we've mixed it all about a bit. Um, Hugh is uh, this morning working on a uh, crash on the M4, so unfortunately he is not with us, but we're recording this ridiculously early in the morning. Um, Claire's going to talk to us through what's happening across town over Christmas and New Year. Uh, Amanda's going to talk a little bit about Launchpad's plans for the next few weeks and what's going on and talk about a little bit about where we are because we're on location today we are. and we're recording uh, as live. In the grotto. The grotto. Not the ghetto, the grotto. No, not the ghetto. <laughs> I thought you were going to break out. I don't out know if Reading has a ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope not. Um, uh, so, yes, uh, as I say, Hugh sadly isn't here today, but listen out for our special Christmas Day and New Year's Day messages on our podcast feed. Rachel, I haven't told you about that, but we're going to do that later. Oh, okay. What time? Today? Yeah, yeah oh, later yeah. on today. Fine. Um, <laughs> you can check <laughs> out. That's all right. I like to do things off the cuff. Um, you can check out our new podcast index with all the major talking points on past shows at www.inyourarea.co.uk slash news slash RRP index. And one day I will update it, so it's got all the latest stuff in there. Um, now, uh, Jeremy is here to tell us a little bit about how you can get in touch with us. Get in touch with the team. Find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod, and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com. As it's our Christmas special, and it's Christmas Eve, we're ratcheting up the tension... By recording live today, no editing, this is going out as it is. Uh, Pete is here to provide some musical interludes. So, hey Pete, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for coming. Um, I should introduce Claire. Hello, Claire. Hello. Uh, everybody knows Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Good morning. Uh, and Amanda from Launchpad is here as well. Hello, Amanda. Hello. I'm not sure you're staying for the whole podcast, are you? But you'll be here for a little while. Yeah. Depends um, how much fun she's having. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she might decide she wants to stay. Yeah. might have a new recruiter. <laughs> oh, so if, if doing it sort of as live wasn't scary enough, now having to do it for fun as well to keep people oh, interested. Oh dear. So, um, Claire, Rachel, one simple question. Are you ready for Christmas? No, not really, <laughs> in a word. It's um, tomorrow. <laughs> I know, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling much more festive now. I have my tree up. Um, Good. And uh, I still have some last-minute wrapping to do, which is why I'm not ready. I'm always a bit last-minute with my wrapping. I'm always doing it on Christmas Eve at, like, 6pm, just before I head out to the pub. <laughs> I have um, I have uh, a weird tradition that means I have to go do all the shopping on Christmas Eve morning, and I wander around Reading buying just all sorts of rubbish. But it always ends with me sitting in the horn, having a, having a pint. <laughs> and I have no idea why I end up sitting in the horn, because anybody that listens to this podcast, uh, and Pete will, will know this as well, because Pete comes and plays at our beer festival in Bracknell, um, but I like really nice beer, and the horn—the horn's great. It's fine, but but the, the beer isn't isn't quite. Uh, you know, it's a lovely pub, but don't get me wrong. But it's but a yeah. tradition. It's now. a tradition. This yeah. is the thing, and there. I've been doing it for about eight years. And it's just the allies oh, over really the road. The but, yeah. yeah, I had I had all but sorts of things. Rachel, what about you? You've obviously got Zach. Uh, yeah. 
Well, I've done the same annoying thing I do every single year where I do loads of prep about a month before and then think, I've got this nailed. And then it gets to the time and think, oh yeah, but I never finished what I started, <laughs> So then I've got a mad panic now to just get everything wrapped and and done, but... I've had a very Christmassy week, so I am you sang, feeling. If I remember, you sang at Reading Station ready. last night with the rock choir. I sang at Reading Station. Yeah, yeah, that was last week. Um, that was good. That was for Sue Ryder. So I'm not sure how much money we we raised yet, but it's normally a few hundred quid, so it's worth doing. And we had our Tiddlers Christmas party <laughs> on Friday, which is that's a play group that I run on a Friday. Um, and then last night we went. Well, sorry, last week we went to the uh, the Christmas carols at Caversham Court, um, which is always really that nice. Looked fun. That's one of our traditions to go to oh, that. Lovely. It's amazing. It was really lovely. And Simon Thomas from Sky Sports yes. oh, is yeah. the sort of presenter, introducing things, and he did a good job again last night. So it was really good. That's great, Pete. What about you? Christmas, it's a great time, it's kids isn't it, it's children, it's all about children. You've got um, a few grandkids of your own though, I have, these days. but I also look after children as, as, a, as a job, so, right. uh, so having come out of um, 40 years of engineering, I retrained as a childminder, Wow. and, uh, and now I have... <laughs> that is quite um, a change, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wow. So I now have um, up to oh, seven after school, and wow. a couple of little ones during the, during the days. So, wow. Which is, which is really great, because it, it is for children, isn't it? It's, yeah, absolutely. Amanda, what about you? Yeah, I'm set apart from my brother-in-law's present, but don't tell him. Hopefully he's not asking. <laughs> but yeah, he just likes any food that I don't like, I go and buy for Christmas. And oh, wow. Absolutely. Fantastic. But pretty like, much. Like joining Tom in yeah. the hall after the <laughs> yeah. last yeah. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Eve dash. Yeah. Dreading getting home and finding those Christmas cards where I haven't posted one, because it's too oh, good to be too yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, one of those like, left oh, on the table. Yeah. 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 It's just a waste. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Amanda, just we're talking to Amanda. Um, Amanda, you are here to talk to us about um, Launchpad's work over the festive period. Rocking around the Christmas tree, got a Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see, couple wants to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirits ring. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. Thanks, Pete. That was delightful. Um, so, Amanda, um, talk to us about what Launchpad are doing Yeah, so we sat in Launchpad Winter Grotto. Yes. Um, and we started this a couple of years ago because we kept trying to do something on Christmas Day for the people that we help. And we'd be overwhelmed with volunteers, you know, tens of you know 20 top volunteers we'd have helping on christmas day and only eight people that we helped in 2015 would turn up because it's a really difficult time of year for yeah. a lot of the people that we support um and for a lot of people in general um so we thought we've got to do something different um so we started the grotto that's open for a two-week period um so this will run up to christmas and then after christmas as well um where people can pop in, it's a bit less pressure, pick up a present, not even necessarily for themselves, for one of their family members. We had um, a chap pop in last year and he picked up a present for his granddaughter so he could turn up on Christmas Day with something. Um, 
And again, you know, we have our elves that sort of help the help <laughs> staff the grotto. Um, and one of those is my mum. Um, and <laughs> last year she remarked on, um, you know, some of the people that we're supporting were sort of in their late teens, male mums, like, oh, here we go. There's going to be like a, you know, bun fight here. But they came in, took a present each and shook everyone's hands on the way out. And one of them remarked, I thought I was going to have a really rubbish Christmas, but it's going to be great now. Oh. Um, so as a model, this works... You know, the first year we did it, we had more than 60 clients, people that we support, come in. Last year, 130. Wow. So we're hoping even more this year. So yeah. we've had so many presents donated by the local community, you know, Haslam's, Penta. Um, I've had a giving tree um, in their offices. Um, so, yeah, we've been truly overwhelmed. So is this a... Is it predominantly homeless people, or is there people with a variety it's, of... So it's people that Launchpad support. So we help... Um, people that have been street homeless, we help a lot of the hidden homeless, um, so people living in poor quality or temporary accommodation. Um, and then, yeah, so it was, we do three services, I guess, as such. So we can house, we house um, just over 100 people for six months to 12 months, and we then help them to move on. Um, we also have got our drop in. Um, people can drop in and we can help signpost them for advice and then we've got it's called floating support but it's it's really about preventing homelessness so that's helping families yeah. single parents couples living in poor quality accommodation i think uh, you you were i think the third guest on our podcast way back in I think either late January or early February. Um, and it, so it occurs to us, we've now done 40 episodes since then. <laughs> well, I suppose 37. However I work it out. What sort of year has it been for you guys? Has it, it, you know, Because it's been a really hot summer and it looks like it might well be quite a cold winter. How, how does that affect you guys? Yeah, those extremes of temperatures <clears throat> and not knowing what, what's yeah. coming is really difficult. So certainly um, the whole of Redden, in fact the whole of country, pulled together when the temperatures um, predicted to drop to zero degrees for three nights or more and literally there is a bed space for everyone to come in wow. um, off of the streets because people are at an increased health risk yeah. um, when that happens but it's something that we can we plan for in that we train our volunteers um, in the autumn months um, but we never know when it's going to happen. I mean, a few years ago, we that, the temperature didn't drop at all. Yeah. It was just a very wet winter. Last year, we had over 30 days of, you know, freezing weather. Um, so we're stockpiling, you know, we're ready to go because um, this severe weather emergency project has already run this year. Um, so at the end of last right. week. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you know, if you can help, look out across our social media channels because when we need yeah. um, donations, whether it be pop noodles, shower gel sleeping bags um, will be put in quiet. So, as you say, it'll be on your social media. Where, where can people take that sort of stuff? Is it is it here where we are? Yeah, or it depends, you know, and we will facilitate getting that to the right place. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're really lucky. We've got um, Jacob with with our van that we can help move that to either Surdig or Bed for the Night um, or Willow House, wherever it's needed. We will pull together as a community and, and people that are helping the homeless in Reading. So, just looking ahead to, to next year, um, what, what's the big hope? What, what are you going to be working? What are the big projects for next year that you'd want to talk about? Uh, well, it's Red, it's um, Launchpad's 40th birthday wow. um, in 2019, wow. or our anniversary. Um, so, unfortunately, we've had to be around for 40 years. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've changed dramatically from when we started by some students at the university um, who set us up as volunteers, and they'd literally be going out at 10 o'clock at night with soup and clothes, climbing into derelict buildings. Um, they realised within that first year that 
by keep giving people handouts, does it get to the nub of the issue of why people are homeless? Um, so that's why we do yeah. what we do today. When, and a home is a found is the foundation of absolutely everything we do at the charity. And then, you know, the support comes with that. Do you, do you know just off the top of your head how many people there are homeless? Um, it changes day after day. It's, any, it's anything between 25 and 50. Okay. Um, because sometimes someone might have you know, a sofa to sleep on, but the yeah. next night, you know, that favour runs out. Um, you know, some nights someone won't end up being counted, for example. They might be going around on a bus all night just to try and keep warm. Um, so, yeah, it does vary, and it varies throughout the year, but um, anything between about 25 and 50. It, at the risk of sounding, uh, I suppose, a bit uncharitable at this time of year, that doesn't sound a lot, but, of course, that is too many still it's too many and you know there's the hidden homeless so yeah. launchpad over the course of the year are helping 12 over 1200 reading people um so yes the people that you see sleeping rough or begging on the streets are the very visible ones yeah. um but they're very much the tip of the iceberg um you know we've got so many people that are at risk of eviction um you know family single parents living in poor quality accommodation um and for me I find it really upsetting that we've got children in Reading growing up with a skewed view of normal. Um, you know, I didn't have an affluent upbringing, but I had a safe, secure yeah. home. Um, and that's what I would really want for, for all the kids growing up in Reading. I think that's, that's, that's lovely. Is there any, any sort of um, Christmas message you'd like to pass on? Or, or um, just, you know, and what, what can people do? What's the one thing people can do now? I mean, there's so much support in Reading, and that's what I want, would really like people to... Um, you know, take away is that you know I'm confident that anyone that you see sleeping rough or begging is being offered support day in day out by um, the likes of our friends at St Mungo's. Um, I've just popped on social media recently. You know, all of the support that's available, all of the food that's available. Um, so please support those charities out there that are, you know, working really hard in a very much a professional capacity to give the best support yeah. um, that people need. Thank you very much, Amanda. That was great. Um, it's now time for our Reading Fact of the Week. Pete. Are you hanging up your stocking on your wall? Is it time that every Santa has a ball? Does he ride a red-nosed reindeer? Does he turn up on his sleigh? Do the fairies keep him sober for the day? Thanks, Pete. That was great. It was nice. <laughs> I think we need to do this every week. Yeah. Little bands. It's lovely. Um, so, yes, it's Reading Fact of the Week time. Usually we have a fact from our book called Around Reading in 99 or so facts. I don't think either of us have ever counted how many facts there are in there, but there's also, <laughs> 99 or so. Do you think that they're trying to con <laughs> yeah, us, so there might only be 97? <laughs> I'm not sure how much we paid per fact. Oh. Um, this week, though, uh, we thought, as it was a bit topical, we thought we'd discuss white Christmases. Um, now, uh, Get Reading has a has contact with uh, Roger Bruges, who is from Reading University, and he knows all about the weather. And I wish he was here to, to talk about this, because he knows much more about this than I do. However, what I will read is... Um, Roger Bruce says uh, there is almost no chance of a white Christmas this year, which I think oh, is sad. very sad. Um, but did you know that it was officially a white Christmas in Reading as recently as 1999? Um, it was about for 10 minutes. 
uh, at about 11 a.m. and then it rained again. <laughs> so what I did do is I went back. He's, there's a there's a book uh, that uh, Roger's written a book uh, about the weather in Reading, and um, what I did find out was that there were also white Christmases in 1925, 1956 when it was five centimeters. That's a um, proper white That's proper. Yeah. Um, 1968, 1970, when it was one centimetre, which is, you know, okay. Mm, right. Take what you can get. through the snow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1991 and 1996. So, um, Not very many. No, not a lot. No. Not no. a lot, sadly. Um, so, yeah, that was our... Reading fact of the week, the last one for 2018. What's the snowiest you can remember it in Reading? Oh, so this would be. <gasps> oh, no, no. <laughs> there were there were two there were two years almost. So when I I moved to Southcote in ninety in two thousand and nine, and there were two years not long after that. It may well have been 2012, 2011, 2012, where the snow was really the snow and the ice was really really thick, and it it happened almost the same time both years and it was it was brilliant because mm. of course living on one of the sort of the back streets they don't get they don't get salted so you just get this huge build-up of snow and ice and you can't go anywhere and you just sit in and it's lovely I do remember getting sort of snowed in is a bit of a strong word but we were me and a friend were in the beef eater and it was at the South beef eater and it was a time when it had uh, an, an open fire in there or, or what looked like an open fire I had a couple of beers so I can't really remember <laughs> um, but we went in and by the time we came out the whole area was just blanket snow it was absolutely wonderful we stayed in there for four or five hours just waiting for the snow to snow to stop and then take a walk home it was great that was brilliant fun I think I remember that year because I used to live in Southcote at that time okay. too and I went up to Prospect Park and was building yeah. a snowman and having snowball fights in Prospect Park <laughs> just tobogganing down the yeah. hill. It was oh. amazing. It didn't even occur to me to go and get a sleigh <laughs> going down the hill. It's just, oh. You're too busy in the pub. Yeah. It's just trouble. looking out at it. I remember one year there was... Um, I remember getting the bus up to my parents' house in Sonning Common and driving past and there was icicles hanging off of the roofs of buildings <laughs> that were nearly kind of down to the bottom oh, of really? the upstairs wow. windows. They've wow. got to be a metre or more long. It was crazy. Gorgeous. Thanks, guys. Uh, that is the end of part one. Um, in part two, we will have a chat with Claire about what's happening in Reading over Christmas. Snow is falling all around me Children playing, having fun It's the season, love and understanding Merry Christmas, everyone Thanks Pete. Welcome to part two. Sorry, I can't help but smile after every, every song. I just um, Claire, what's going on? Oh, well, there's quite a bit going on. You would think that because it's Christmas week, things would sort of shut down. But there's actually quite a bit um, going on. So I've got two Christmas shows um, that are great for all the family that I think um, people should go and see. So um, first up, there's a Christmas carol from Reading Between the Lines at South Street Arts Centre, um, which I saw... Um, a couple of weeks ago um, and it's hilarious it's probably the funniest take on a Christmas Carol which is a ghost story that I've ever seen <laughs> um, they've updated it for the modern age so it's set in an office um, and it's office Christmas party season okay. and there's karaoke and paper hats and Alan from Accounts is trying to get in the festive spirit um, <laughs> and they've got a grumpy boss and then uh, who is a woman so Scrooge is a woman uh, in this version um, and then they put on a play of a Christmas carol for everybody in the office and then it becomes the traditional story um, but it's really well done they've got puppets which are, say, are they muppets? they're not muppets oh. but they're puppets <laughs> and they are really really good they've, so it's the ghost of uh, Christmas past is a tiny little 
shrew-like um, puppet, and then uh, the ghost of Christmas present is a bit like Diana Ross, sort of a soul singer, um, and then the ghost of Christmas yet to come is a big, like, Grim Reaper style um, scary thing. So um, it's really good, really good fun, um, excellently put on. It's a little bit, um, the Ghost of Christmas yet to come is a little bit scary. So they say for, um, it's good for families, but for children eight and up. Okay. Um, but if you've got younger kids, there's also um, a really cute little production called A New Coat for Christmas for the under sixes um, from Reading Rep. Um, which uh, is a theatre at Reading College. Um, and it's from the team who put on um, Albie the Penguin Saves Christmas last year, which was really popular. Um, and it's about a little girl, Anna, who needs a coat for Christmas, but her mum can't afford one. So with the help of a sheep, they make her a new coat for Christmas, which is really <laughs> lovely. Um, Amanda's tearing up at that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they've even got, um, they've got like a little, um, they call it a sheep selfie area in the foyer, so kids can have their photos taken with the sheep. Um, and then if you want something that's, this is not my ideal Christmas morning, but if you want something a bit more active, there are park runs on Christmas <sighs> Day in Reading. I know, if you want to work up... That was too much excitement. <laughs> <laughs> she said running. <laughs> yeah, if you want to... <laughs> I know, I uh, I would not be spending my Christmas morning running around a park, but if you want to um, work up a sweat and prepare for your big Christmas meal in advance, um, it's uh, the, the park runs, um, which um, they're quite popular, they're nice communities of, uh, it's a free 5k run around parks and then they time you, so you can, but you can just do it at your pace or you can get a time if you want to. Um, and that is happening um, in three places, at Prospect Park, Woodford Park in Woodley and at Dinton Pastures and it is at 9am on Christmas morning. You've got to be very brave to get up at 9am on Christmas morning. Um, Already on the Bucks Fizz by yeah. the way. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> Which is probably not advisable no, to be running around not. the park I'm after a glass of Bucks Fizz. Um, and then for something after Christmas, if you want to um, sort of get noisy and jump around a bit after a few days stuck in the house, um, there's the BBC introducing Crimbo Party at Purple Turtle, which is a gig with two local bands, uh, Roves, who are, they do a sort of soft, dreamy, indie rock, um, and they have quite gravelly vocals. Um, and then they're supported by a band called Dupes, who call themselves Psych Rock, which I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds, <laughs> it sounds quite... Good to, you know, especially if you want to get, like I say, get noisy and jump around after a couple of days stuck <laughs> in the house. Um, and then, of course, there's New Year. Um, so I've got picked out a couple of New Year events. There's obviously lots of things happening at pretty much every bar in Reading. Um, but uh, West Berkshire Brewery are throwing a party for New Year, which might be fun. Um, although it is all the way out in Yattenden, so have to limit your beer intake yes. while you're there. Um, but they've got, um, obviously, their award-winning beers, a DJ, food, and they're putting fireworks on a big screen. So there won't be fireworks in real oh, okay. life, but there'll be a big screen of fireworks. Oh, right so you can <laughs> gather there. around the fireworks oh, yes. display. <laughs> we, we already have somewhere to go, unfortunately, oh. this uh, new year, but... Uh, next yeah, year. Maybe yeah. next year. Um, and that's £5 for a ticket, and it includes a pint of beer. Um, and that's if you want to... Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and then if you want to stay somewhere close to home and not have to worry about driving all the way out to Yattenden, um, there is um, uh, uh, Jim B. Donovan is DJing at Milk. Uh, Jim owns um, Just Imagine Memorabilia, the record slash 
comic book shop in Harris Arcade. Oh, okay. It's like a treasure trove of vintage vinyl. Um, and he's a great DJ. He um, doesn't take his sets too seriously. They're always really good fun, mix of disco and soul and um, really good fun. So that's at Milk and they've, all, they've got great cocktails there and an excellent rum selection. Yes, so, they do. Yeah, it should be a great way to see in the new year. Um, <laughs> and it's also free. So Which one are you going to, Claire? I actually won't be in Reading for the oh. Yeah, but if I was, I would probably be going to Milk Fair yeah, and drinking all the cocktails and <laughs> dancing to all the disco. All, <laughs> all of the cocktails. Thank you, Claire. Thank you very much. Um, Pete, our musical instrument, musical interlude man, uh, has come all the way from Bracknell. Um, I think it's time for a musical interlude, Pete. Okay. Well, Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without a sad song, would it? Oh. oh. Fair enough. <laughs> The sad, sad news Oh, what a Christmas Do you have the blues? My baby's gone I have no friend To wish me greeting Once again Choirs will be singing Silent Christmas carols by candlelight. Please come home for Christmas. Come home for Christmas. If not for Christmas, by New Year's night. I don't know about a sad song, I smiled oh, all the way through. Oh, I was just about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> So I just feel like I need you. Pete to just be the backdrop to yeah. my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play walking behind it's me. Pete, yeah, Pete can start following you around ready. Just to... <laughs> yeah, this makes me feel really relaxed. It's nice. So Pete, what what are you up to? Um, you, you obviously talked about um, looking after looking after children currently after a dramatic career change. Now I also know you once owned a, a cafe as well in Windsor. I did indeed. So you've yeah, been it's quite an eclectic. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, it was one of my one of my. Um, my lifetime goals was to go into catering after being forced into engineering by, by, by my dad. Yeah. But, um, I didn't make a bad job of engineering, I have to say, but the cafe was the toughest job I've ever had. It was like 24-7, yeah. you know, literally. 16 stone when I joined and 12 stone when I finished <laughs> in three years, which was a great weight program. You know? yeah. But uh, yeah, Christmas for me will be um, all the families coming over to us. Um, I've got a bit of music to play and, uh, and, and so on. Um, I play in a duo called uh, Union Blue, so we're um, we've got a gig I think in January, early January, uh, out at the Golden Pot in Eversley, and um, I host a uh, an open mic down at a place in Bracknell called the Acoustic Couch. Oh which yes, which is under one of the car parks. It's a great, great venue. Um, I had my 18th birthday that in that, that venue. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's a, it used to be the fitness warehouse it under is. the car park yeah. on the on, the, and I had my 18th birthday party in there. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it's a phenomenal, phenomenal venue. It's a one-off. It's a, it's a live stage, um, so guys can turn up at my open mic once a month, um, play whatever they like to play. They've got a sound engineer. You plug in, and it's just you can't get the experience like it. Yeah. And we have, um, I think, the youngest we've had has been nine, and the oldest is uh, over seventy. Wow. So it really is an encouraging, warm and friendly environment. You know, so. Uh, and I, I imagine so, so sort of, um, as it's in Bracknell, if there's people listening to this in Reading, and they want to go and sort of try out without fear of anybody knowing them. 
exactly. it's a great opportunity yeah, to, exactly. to pop over and, and have exactly. a go. Um, exactly. If people want to come along to that, how can they get in touch with you, Pete? Um, there's a Bracknell Open Mic Facebook site, um, which is the best way to do it, or it's bracknellopenmic at gmail.com. Thank you very much, Pete. Um, have we got time for another musical interlude? Um, well, can somebody play one of these? And we'll do... Uh, pass it anyway. <laughs> Here we go. Take this off. No pressure. No. <laughs> Claire, it's a simple tambourine. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingles all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingles all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Brilliant. Lovely. Thank you, Pete. Um, I think we'll possibly have time for just one more, if you've got one more. Okay. Um, we will just round off, though, first. Um, so, random question is our random question that we normally have in a pot. However, I've rigged it for Christmas. Oh, go on, hit um, us So, uh, the not-so-random random question is, uh, what is your favourite Christmas song? I'll go around the go around the so we're, we're sort of all around the microphone in a circle. So uh, who wants to start? Oh me, easy. Go on, Amanda. Come on, let's go. Oh, oh, Wham last Christmas. Oh. oh, I cannot stand that. Oh. <laughs> I get in and I say to um, my Echo Dot, I walk in the door and I'm like, Alexa, play Wham last Christmas. <laughs> you do realize now you've said that everybody's Alexa is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so so brilliant. Yeah. I'm very happy with that. Um, Pete, I, I think probably Mary's boy child. Ah, mm. um, Hugh would want me to say uh, what was it? What's his? I've, uh, Does um, Hugh like Christmas songs? He's the, the Johnny Mathis song that's all a bit. Um, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> it works really well on radio. Yeah. Oh, it really does. Yes. <laughs> so why doesn't Claire tell us? Claire, you tell us what yours yeah. is. Mine is um, "Step Into Christmas" by Elton, Elton John. John. Yeah. yeah, because I love a bit of Elton John, but also that video of him just jumping around <laughs> in giant platform boots is, is always makes me feel really festive. Uh, what do I like? Um, I love pretending I'm Mariah. Yeah. <laughs> all Christmas. But there's one we did it quite a couple of years ago, which was a Stevie Wonder one, which we I never hear played called "That's What Christmas Means to Me," and it's oh, I think really that's on my dad's tune. Christmas CD. Yeah. It's really really good. And then I like singing all the classics like the, that we did at the carols last night, all the oh, come all you faithfuls yes. and the first Noels and all of that. So, uh, I can't find it. What's yours? Mine. Um, well, I really like the Darkness Christmas song. Yeah. Oh. I just every time it comes Don't on. Don't let the bells in. Yes, <laughs> it's it's just I love it. But also I yeah. also love the Pogues. Um, um, yeah. That that's just I think um, I think that has to be for me probably the best of all of them. But um, yeah, I do like the Darkness. Do you know so. that's a very clever song, very cleverly written song. There's not many people have covered it. Right. Put it that way. I, I, I just I barely understand most of the words, but um, <laughs> my my dad puts it on every Christmas morning, and he kind of, he's, yeah. he's got the Pogues album that it's on, and we just listen to all these Pogues songs we've never heard, can't understand any of them, but it's it's just marvelous, absolutely marvelous. It's a great one to sing in a group as well. Yes, especially when you've had a few yes. drinks. And I imagine nobody actually really knows the words. 
No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's not what we're playing out with then, Pete. No. Uh, um, it was a good song for a drunken stupor, I think. Oh, yeah. God, yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, just, just to finish off, um, here's Jeremy with How to Get in Contact. If you enjoy our prattlings about Reading, and if you've come this far, we assume you must be, please hit subscribe on your podcast app to get the latest episode every Monday morning. You can find us on Twitter at RealReadingPod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, if you know anyone who you think would be great to interview in 2019 for the podcast, please do let us know. The only prerequisite is that they must live or work in the town, and most importantly, they must love Reading. Um, that's it now for the Real Reading Podcast in 2018. We'll see you again in the new year for more. Um, Rachel, you're coming back, aren't you? I am. Uh, Can't I'm, get rid of me that easily. No, I think Hugh's coming back. Um, <laughs> if hopefully. not, I can step in. Please do. <laughs> oh, oh, you seem to feel threatened now. <laughs> We've got a backup. Well, I, I mean, she's already better. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> she did her research. She she's did. not stumbled over She anything. wasn't there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pamphlets. What shall I say next? <laughs> um, so, yes, we'll see you again in New Year. Uh, in the meantime, do look out for a couple of festive interludes on our podcast stream. We'll see what we can do. So if you're unwrapping a new Apple something or a Android something, you may well have something brand new to play on it. So um, thank you, everybody, for coming. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Pete, for coming. Rach, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Off you go, Pete. Have you mentioned Mary's boy child? Long time ago in Bethlehem, so the Holy Bible says. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Up now hear the angels sing, a new king born today. And man will live forevermore Because of Christmas Day You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. In a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down in the toilet is not a, not, not a very good idea. Did you ever watch that program, uh, Hunted, on Channel yes. 4? Yes, that Did was you brilliant. Did see the yes. one where the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading, yeah. all along the canal?